Hey everybody, welcome to the uh, still unnamed talk show, Byron, Byron talk show. It's the Byron show. Is it, can we just call it the Byron show? Yeah. Sure, people, I like it. By, by Row program. People that don't know who I am is pro- are probably going to just think that's like a, a podcast run by like a, a former NFL player. You know what I mean? Like an African-American because... gentleman. Because that's like, oh, because I'm like, there's it's it's, kind of a, it's usually, um, like African American men have that name in the United States. Uh huh. It's unusual. Really? Yeah. The Byron Show, like Byron Evans was a famous football player. I think there's another Byron in the NFL right now. Byron NFL. It's a great intro here. This is still it. Byron Leftwich. This is the Byron Leftwich Left show. That's super. Yeah. It's, uh, it's like when you left your sandwich on the bus. Oh. <laughs> sad. A sad story. So this is uh, sad, but whatever the show is called. And my name is Byron Hussey. I'm the, uh, the MC, joined by James Sheaves. Um, hey. Bucky Sito. Hello. And Gumba Master. Yeah, that's me. Here, here to four shall be referred to as the panel. You're the panel. Um, mm-hmm. So the idea of this show is that I, um, I basically uh, we, we have a, we have four potential chat topics to choose from, which are voted on on Twitter. It has to be four because that's the limit of the poll options on Twitter. It wasn't the sausage poll. It, wa- it was not <laughs> the sausage. <laughs> no, it there's... has to be that. It has to be. We have to talk about sausage party. No, because that's just like a. It's just like a movie coming out pretty soon, isn't it? Um. Mm-hmm. Yes, but it's um the spiritual successor of my favorite movie of all time, Food Fight. Oh, is that a um? You heard of that one? No. I heard about that one. It's I'm it's really the fan. worst. It would have been an excellent Cinema Dare entry because it's like not quite hit the mainstream, uh, uh, you know, to the extent that, like, say, The Room has, but it's really, really, really dreadful. Food Fight. So it's, uh, are, do you think, like, uh, what, Seth Rogen and them were, like, aware of that movie when they made this, this like, Pixar knockoff thing Bucky? Martin, I, I think, think yes. Martin Sheen has a voice actor what? <laughs> Martin yes. Sheen's in, in Sausage Party <laughs> no no Food Fight in, in Food oh, Fight oh no that's Charlie Sheen oh. Martin Sheen that's Charlie Sheen Martin Sheen Martin Sheen would have added a bit of gravitas to the proceedings but what about no, Charlie Sheen was possibly literally phoning it in? Can we get an Estevez in there? An Emilio mm-hmm. or a um, no? Jerry the... still is in it though. It's got yeah. a really extraordinary cast. Like like there's just celebrity after celebrity, and it, like y- you just the mind boggles at how, how these people were tricked into doing this movie. Right. Are we talking about Food Fight or Sausage Party? Sorry, I was adjusting my volume. Food Fight. Food Fight. Oh. Food Fight. Man. Okay. So I. Longoria. 
Uh, mm. Who else? Hilary Duff. Oh, yeah. Um, Is James Belushi in it? Yeah, and... um. No, a little bit, a little bit after. Yeah, yeah Christopher Lloyd is um, in it, James... and he just absolutely goes insane. Like literally, it's like... Christopher Lloyd. Right. Well, I mean, you have well, to see the performance to believe it. I can't even describe it. Anyway, were you going to say something? Yes, I was going to tell you about the real poll, which I posted uh, way back on July twenty eighth. Um, You're kidding. <laughs> and it was, okay. <laughs> the poll was... Okay, well, I'm down. Preferred, I'm down now. preferred discussion topic. The options were haters as a concept, peak mm-hmm. meme, counterfeit characters, and yep. invent a fast food chain. Uh, I think I remember which one won. And the, I think I voted counterfeit characters on that one. You voted for. I think I voted fast food chain. Well, fa- uh, yeah. Fast food chain won, fifty-two percent. Also, I, I believe, I believe you, you, uh, you just, <laughs> just looked through your timeline and and decided to take these polls. Those were just shit polls at the time. It was not. No. Yeah. I, is... I no. This. Yes, it was. I. It was not a. Sh- I mean, it was a shit poll, but. There's no shame in it. In it. No, no, I. Shame in admitting it. I posted it it's with okay. in, with okay. in mind way back in in the uh, towards the end of July that I wanted to maybe do like a, a a chat show. And by the way, to those of you listening, this was recorded on August seventh, so sometime later. And um, it was actually I was talking to Jan, my friend Jan Vanden Hemmel, who um, I did the uh, the Star Trek podcast with. And he was, he had mentioned, oh, you know, I thought at some point you're just going to do like the Byron show and I couldn't like the topic could change. I was like, oh, that's a good idea. I should just do that. Uh, In addition to all the other shitty shows that I do. Um, So this is it. It's happened. And this is, and and it took, I mean, it took this long (laughs) to get it together, you know, because there was a lot of, a lot of wheels, a lot of wheels within wheels, you know. Yeah. A lot of organizational elements. So the topic of today is that we are now forming a think tank. And we must invent a fat, uh, fast food chain. Are you guys up for <laughs> this challenge? A hundred percent. Okay, let me get a Oh pen. boy, yeah. If it's about food, I'm in. <laughs> That's what I was worried about. Typical gumba. So, so into food. So, um, I think the way we can do this is that we just have to kind of break out some, uh, some categories and then select um, different from different options within those categories. Does that sound like a reasonable approach? Yes. I mean, it maybe sounds a little bit dry when I put it like that, but um, just from an organizational standpoint, I think it's probably the only way to do it. Because, you know, we could be out I don't care as long as you do the work. I, well, I do have a pen. Actually, maybe I'll open a, a sheet. Yeah, I'll start it. I'll do a, a sheet. And you know what? I could say, I could share this sheet with, the viewers, the listeners, I mean. So this sheet is going to be called um, New Fast Food Restaurant. Okay. So the first decision point for our think tank is the, I think, the sort of the price point. Do we want our restaurant to be a true fast food restaurant 
in the in the in the vein of sort of McDonald's, um, or do we want it to be more of a fast casual, like a Chipotle, or do we want to go a, a step further and say maybe just a, a casual dining experience like a Chili's or a TGI Fridays? Um, I don't think. Beck, have you heard of any of those? Yeah, no, I know all of those. I'm just imagining oh, that um, right. Chili's is kind of like Sizzler. Yeah, Sizzler. Very, very similar. Okay, and or, then or... Chipotle is obviously like Zambies. Um, <laughs> and then McDonald's we have here. <laughs> and also, I think you can probably go different, diff- there's different tiers within those categories. Like, like uh, there's a fast food, there's a burger cha- chain called White Castle in the United States, which is like... Yep. Well, actually, I think one of the first fast food shit restaurants, tier. but it, that's the shit tier. I would say that, like, oh. <laughs> say the McDonald's. Because, like, Hungry Jack's McDonald's is shit tier here. Well, no, I mean, I think that McDonald's, I mean, it's sort of like with cars, you've got, like, the compact and the subcompact. You know, they're both compact, you know what I mean? So then there's, like, the shit tier and the sub-shit tier. McDonald's, okay. McDonald's is actually good here, though. I think McDonald's have, is, is pretty good, depending on where you go. I like. Well, but I love the cheeseburgers. Um, but let me let me just let me just uh, give you some more information before you okay. you make that judgment. Here in Australia, uh, we have table service at McDonald's. Oh, interesting. And we have uh, they serve the if you order from a particular kind of menu, then they serve the fries in a like a metal basket and uh, on like a you know the whole burger and thing on like a like a chopping board. A wooden An artisan board. chopping board. Yep. It sounds to me Brown like McDonald's is a casual dining experience in Australia. As opposed to well, a true I, fast food I guess restaurant. they're kind of making inroads into that market. Um, I mean, you can still go there and get a cheeseburger and leave, you know. like. Right. Um, and the, the, the most important thing to note is they now have, um, uh, you know, robot giant iPad screens where you can put your order in and you can make your own burger on that with a... Uh, a number of different ingredients those are the screens that that the like like uh people that are really opposed to the uh increasing the minimum minimum wage always point to like see this is what happens yeah like they're not going to yeah. do it anyway like see <laughs> see you're, you're, you're much worse <laughs> well, than a robot asshole just work for nothing <laughs> well it means they can uh, pay the fewer employees more right right and the and the you know the increase in efficiency well. there will will you know have have a sort of yeah. a carryover effect to the larger economy. We could maybe <laughs> provide. And them. actually, it's so complicated to make the make your own burgers. I think that they actually probably do hire more staff than they would otherwise. I'm also guessing those those screens probably get pretty greasy. Oh no, God! They surprisingly clean. I think they clean them like more than once a day. Yeah. I, guess, I guess it helps that people are probably not eating the burgers before ordering the burgers. Because if it was the other way around, then they'd get like super greasy. But it's it would oh, also then... cause a par- time paradox. You <laughs> go up and like... get a Sunday afterwards. Yeah, that's what we always do, isn't it? It's like an a extra reason to go and then get more food. <laughs> you should have gotten McDonald's to sponsor this because we're we're giving them free airtime right Maybe now. Maybe I'll um. I'll maybe I'll make some calls, shake, <laughs> shake, shake, shake some bushes. Um, so okay, <laughs> back to the uh, the topic at hand. Are you so? It's 
maybe maybe do we want to do something similar to how McDonald's functions in Australia where it's it's a fast food option which is just as mm -hmm. fast as any fast food restaurant but if you dine in there's a more casual dining experience to it hey if you like is that that's sort of like a hybrid fast food slash it's sort casual of casual dining it's a fun dining experience that that little combination yeah you got the best of both worlds there yeah is this a okay so i'm gonna put down for what is, what what is this category called type um hybrid casual fast food that's the that's the um category that's the name of the restaurant within the category but i'm, I'm talking about like the overarching category that that maybe is within. it's called like oh, second um, tier point five I'm just gonna put no, but what's the what's the name of the category? This is um, the top level category, within the the hierarchy. So this is going to be yeah, uh, like genre. Okay, well, I'll call it a genre. Yeah, and then we're gonna say <laughs> yeah, fast food slash casual dining experience. I'll put experience. By the way, I think um, is does this count as us like sort of copywriting it just by like brainstorming live like nobody can steal this right yes okay <laughs> so do You'll we have to register your trademarks but no i mean it counts like i mean you do well, i guess trademark is different to copyright. i don't know i don't know how any of that stuff works <laughs> so i guess uh, maybe a slight another slightly uh intermediate category is um are we targeting do we want this this restaurant to be more targeted towards a, like a family friendly environment, more sort of hipster? So more, so Let's more like. Let's target it to sex offenders. Uh, I mean, sex offenders. We can't really. No one, no one gives anything to them. I mean, the thing is that we can't. We won't probably be keeping them out. So tacitly, they will be targeted. Oh, like, okay. like we're not going to check the registry at the door. And sort of match the people's ID, so like they're they're gonna be there. They're coming. They're gonna. <laughs> this restaurant is gonna be filled with sex offenders. I mean, okay. it could be hypothetically. But I mean, we should like subtly, like, uh, point the marketing towards sex offenders, <laughs> but not like too overtly, so that people pick up on it. Well, but, isn't isn't the way of doing you, that just? Ethically, I guess it depends how on how could what... I do that ethically? Um, yeah, look, I don't really want to get into it. <laughs> I mean, there are different types of I... sex offenders too, because like, I mean, I don't. We probably shouldn't get into the different types without that'd be like a, a kind of a trigger probably for a lot of people. But I mm. think it would depend on the variety, which again is an, another category question. Um. But how about we say the options here for this sort of um, category qualifier is we the the restaurant could be family friendly or more of like mm -hmm. I, I put hipster slash foodie so like mm. more of like the something more like a Five Guys or or, or just you know yeah something a little bit more uh, trendy. Um, and then if it's family friendly, it could be like 
McDonald's with like a Playland, or it could even be you could even go as far as doing more of like Chuck E. Cheese with animatronics. Oh yeah, <laughs> could could I propose something to you guys? Yeah. Could we do family and dog friendly? Th- so Ooh, like the family can come and bring their dog and goldfish are, as well. Are there yeah. uh, menu items for the dogs? Yes. Is it dog yes, food or dog is it people cupcakes. food? Okay. Well, there's both. Um, maybe the dog food is in the shape of the people food, and it's kind of like a Russian roulette to which you get. So, you mean like oh. little tarts? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like dog They do parts? have dog cafes, don't they? Yeah, but they're not like chain restaurants. Could it be... Um... Yeah, but is that like the sort of business model that we're looking at? I don't know. I don't feel... I, don't feel a, I like dogs, but I don't have a particular affinity for them. So for the purpose of this discussion, can it just be pets? You're a monster. Can it be pets? <laughs> like you could bring your pet. And maybe yep. there's a, maybe yeah, there's yeah. a Starfish. diverse menu for, <laughs> that caters to different types of pet. Yeah, because, like, you know, they're part of the family, and it's a family restaurant, and we don't we want to include everyone. So I was going to say family slash pet friendly. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, so this is, um, I don't know what this category is called. Demographic. I'm just gonna, oh, yeah, demo. That's what we call it in the restaurant yep. biz. Me and Tim mm. Kane. Wait, no, that's the <laughs> vice president. Who's... <laughs> <laughs> who was the guy? Tim, Tim Horton? No, no, no. There was that guy um, that was running in 2012 who uh, who p- almost picked up a... Oh, Herman Cain. Yeah, Herman Cain. Yeah, the Dar- yeah for, that guy. He's the president of... Isn't he the president yeah. of the Darden restaurant group? I know he makes pizzas. Yeah, he does make pizzas. So when we... So we'll have a pet-friendly menu. <laughs> this is going to get complicated now because we're going to have to be... I mean, we were going to have to start planning this menu a little bit anyway. Um, but now we're going to have to think of, like, different foods that could be made available to different types of ant- different types of pet. So we'll have to have, like, goldfish, food, shakers, maybe at the table, like salt and pepper shakers. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lovely. I'll make a note of that somewhere. Goldfish, food, <laughs> shakers. <laughs> maybe there's, like... Because, like, there's all, you know, you go into some restaurants and there's, like, hot sauce on the table and, like, you know, different different condiments. Um, this one could have different sort of pet condiments, like, um, like, a, like a just kind of a, uh, like a tube of dog treats, I guess, just for the table. Okay. I, I always love it. bring my own dog treats. It sounded like you said duck treats. Do you have a duck, Gumbo? Do you have a duck? They can. Ducks eat everything. It's true. <laughs> so I, I always bring my own dog treats. Dog? Oh, that's right. You've, cafes, you've talked about this before. Or just everywhere. Yes, and, and, you, and you were saying it was a very uh, dark thing. I think it's a little bit, it's a way of creeping on other people's dogs. You know what I mean? Like... Like, it's a little bit invasive. Like, if some rando started giving my dog treats, I'd be like, what's the deal, bro? What's, what did you poison those with? I always ask the people first. And they get uncomfortable, and they, they begrudgingly acquiesce just to end the uh, 
the uncomfortable situation that you created. Well, I don't care about the people anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so are Gumba, dogs you can do my dog treats anytime. Do you ever dress dogs up as a? Do you dress up as a dog too, like a furry? No, oh. no, I, I couldn't fit into the suit. You could get one custom made. Probably cost a couple grand. Those things are pricey. Yeah, well, I can't spend that money on food. Yeah. So our genre is fast food, casual dining, and our demographic is family slash pet friendly. What type of cuisine will this be? Spaghetti. Ooh, interesting. So Italian? <laughs> fast Italian. No, just just spaghetti. Just spaghetti. No, I don't know. Um, I mean, that's what's an good. What do the kids like these days? I mean, it could just be. I mean, Pokemon. Okay, that's not a food. Oh, not a food. Pokemon. We could do Pokemon uh, shaped. Uh, if you cooked food. a Pikachu. Oh no. <laughs> so we're talking about maybe it's like lab-grown meat that we're um, pretending is Pokemon. I would definitely go to a restaurant chain that served lab-grown meat. All right. Does that sound like good a good uh, cuisine to you guys? Lab-grown meat. I well, it sounds very expensive. That. Well, and then, I think yeah, it like tastes just a bit like, like Muppet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what Muppet tastes like. I can imagine. But like we could find out through our restaurant chain through selling lab-grown meat, so we could sell Muppet, Pikachu, yeah. you know. Just invent all these things. Because I feel like... You always wanted to eat. Yeah, lab-grown meat, I'm I'm sort of picturing, will be sort of like... You know how there's, like, different strains of, like, marijuana? Like, if you're yeah. growing different types of meat in the lab, you could just give it names. Like, this is Pikachu. It's, like, the strain of the meat. And it's, it's like, sort of a <laughs> fictional creature. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you could also have, like, dragon meat or, like... um, I don't know. There was that, uh, did, did anybody ever read the graphic novel, um, Transmetropolitan? No. It's good. Is that an Alan Moore one? Um, uh, I forget no, his name. No, probably not. I have to look it up because anybody who has read it will be mad at me for not remembering. Mm. I don't, I don't think. Warren Ellis. I actually Warren have Ellis. a, I have a graphic novel by Warren Ellis. The, Except, it, um, it's, it's, it's not an original property. It's basically like Hunter S. Thompson in the future. That sounds amazing. It's good. It's really good. But there's a uh, sort of a one of the little plot points in that is that in this future they they sell um, cloned human meat branded nice. as, branded as as long pig because that's sort of one of the <laughs> that's one of the human meat slangs that mm-hmm. exists. Um, so I mean I, I I'm not. We are kind of just long pigs. Well, apparently human tastes like pork if you eat it. Yeah, yeah well, it's like white meat, so... Yeah. It's the other white meat. <laughs> How do you know it's white meat, though? I mean, like, just offhand. Um, I know heaps sweet. about cannibalism. You know, you know heaps about cannibalism. Uh, I don't want to yeah. get into whatever Gumba just said. Um, so, I'm not suggesting that we actually serve the human meat at this chain i just think it's within the the same interesting sort of package of of conceptual um 
you know, lab grown meat concepts and ideas that you could bandy about. Um, so I'm gonna put mm -hmm. down cuisine. Lab grown meats slash mm -hmm. pet food. So we could <laughs> maybe make a deal with like um, PetSmart, like a cross promotional uh -huh. deal where it's like a PetSmart slash whatever a restaurant's called um, dining experience. Mm-hmm. Um, do the animals get their own little tables? Or do they just sit <laughs> oh, no, with the they people? Sit at the table with the people. Okay. Do there need to be like special booster seats for different types of animals? Or is that too expensive? Yeah. One would assume. I think we could um, sort of develop, engineer a kind of seat that's adjustable. Um, Ooh, both yeah. in height oh, and yeah. Plus, yeah, you could. That, that um, collapses your costs. You could make also make money off of a licensing the uh, the patent for that, which we would, yeah. we would hold within the intellectual property of the. Yeah, fat babies too. Yeah, fat babies. Um, were like the disabled. <laughs> so, cuisine, lab-grown meat slash pet food. Um. So what's next? Do we, should we should we plan a menu or do are we at the point where we should we wait until the end to give our restaurant a name? I think we well, need to go a bit give further a before we name it. Oh right. Wait, I'm getting mixed mixed messages here. Oh. I was gonna say I guess you can give it a name as soon as you kinda know what it's about. Right. Jeez. It's gonna be hard to name. Yeah, it is. Um are we super committed to the to the whole everything has to be grown in a test tube thing? Because I know the, the, the bison meat industry, um, maybe not so much anymore, but they used to be really desperate to look for buyers because oh. no, no one wanted to buy bison meat. Maybe um, the we could change the lab-grown meats to alternative meats, including uh -huh. lab-grown. So alternative slash lab grown i like it because that so that could now include yeah. emu yeah well, um, kangaroo is delicious. pretty popular down here yeah i think all of the australian wildlife qualifies as alternative meat <laughs> okay <laughs> except for the sheep that's very mainstream you've got sheep you right you tried shingleback lizard before me i don't know i didn't <laughs> wait, wait what did you say I said you can try shingleback lizard before. Oh, no, shingleback lizard. I don't think I'm lizard. interested in trying that one. Eh, I mean, we don't have to eat all of them, but I know anything where there's a there's <laughs> a, a an in situ uh, industry existing, where we're desperate uh -huh. for buyers, and this could, by the way, also include some of the more unusual sea meats. Oh no! <laughs> oh dear! Like the sea cucumber, the sea star. Mm -hmm. The um, dol sea urchin. Uh, urchin is. Dol don't say dolphin. <laughs> urchin is is like hot cuisine. Uh, yeah, like that's that's expensive stuff. Yeah, isn't we it? we can't serve urchin yeah. and keep our 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 casual uh, price tag. So you could do 
Unagi. You could do eel. Unagi, yeah. That's like that's pretty cheap, right? It's pretty much a trash. Maybe. It's like a trash I mean, fish. No, I hate probably, to like... probably no Westerner will eat it, so it'll I eat it. be cheap. <laughs> Wait, are we talking about unagi? I think I've eaten I it too. I don't like it. It's kind of like trash fish. Yeah, that's trash fish. <laughs> that's pretty good. What about um, catfish? I hate to rain on your parade, guys, but I'm a vegetarian. Uh, that's okay. You don't have to eat any of it. But we could add but, uh, some vegetarian options. Yeah, I feel like I want to be... You know, we've included the pets. I feel like we should include the vegetarians as well. Yeah. Um, what about um, tomatoes that are also grown in test, uh, you know, Petri dishes? So is that a thing? Tomato. Oh, I, I don't guess... know. Like, you, surely you can grow anything in a petri dish. Well, yeah, look, yeah, you're right. James, can I just t explain to you? Vegetarians don't necessarily just have to eat vegetables. You know, they 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 just that they don't eat meat, so they could eat a pasta or yes, like a or like a veggie I burger. To like tomatoes. But it's like you don't just wouldn't just give somebody a, t a tomato on a plate. It would be insulting. <laughs> Oh, you're a vegetarian. That sounds like a like a like a hearty meal to me. <laughs> well, maybe if it was one of those lab-grown bison tomatoes where we splice the genes, which we will. Uh huh. Because <laughs> oh, the other, maybe another source of revenue is like experimental, like we, mm -hmm. you know, for like uh, for for big pharma, we 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 allow sort of experimental um, crops and meats that they are just testing on people. And we can charge. We can charge. Farmer is testing these other. Yeah, it's and like, we we they pay us to serve it. Pharmaceutical companies. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe like you know how Yogurt Land has like the new flavor of the month every month. We could do like a new uh -huh. like experimental meat of the month. Yes, that's good. Ooh. Okay, I'm gonna say alternative lab grown and experimental meats. That sounds like a catchy name for a restaurant. I'm gonna... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say experimental meats and produce. So that covers our tomatoes. Mm -hmm. Oh, phew. Okay. okay. <laughs> so why don't we why don't we come up with the uh, you know the top, you know, 3 what we expect to be the most popular menu items. Uh-huh. Well, what are your staples? I mean, we're an experimental meat factory. We don't really have staples. How about the <laughs> the the uh, meat of the meat of the month sandwich? Is that a sandwich? <laughs> I mean, everyone loves uh -huh. sandwiches. What was that? Does somebody have, does have somebody have a horn? <laughs> what? Bison burger. The two. Uh, yep. Bison, Bison is great and very versatile. Kangaroo. Mm -hmm. Are there any bisons left? As as steaks or as sausages. They're, they're doing quite well at the moment. Yeah, they're fine. And you intend to change that? <laughs> well, it's, 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 well, it's all sustainable. See, if, if, if you farm them, then they become sustainable. And yeah. currently, I believe that's why the bison are doing so well. It's one of the cruel ironies of uh, of domesticated uh, livestock is that they're just, you know, from the, from the point of view of like just generic species success rates, like you think like, oh, chickens are doing great because there's like, you know, <laughs> thirty billion of them on the planet, but so they're all just like for food. So mm. I guess I mean I guess it's for that chip. window, 
they're they're doing fine though as a species where they're still alive but then like you know we shave their beaks off and throw them into grinders and stuff this it's mm. this this is too tragic to talk about yeah Not at all. you have to face up to these issues you do, when you right. when you uh working in the food alive industry. to be bred and slaughtered yeah we're going to have blood all over our hands just like the rest of us we have blood all over our hands in this industry so get get used to it bucky you're part of the problem now. They're very tasty. And it's true for, for test tube meats as well, because you have to kill the um, the FDA inspectors that come around. And <laughs> I, I, and I, what I'm thinking is we need to get a lobbyist on yeah. the payroll who is mm-hmm. making allowances for this um, like specific pipeline of experimental meat to the consumer mm-hmm. and also consumers or I, I i guess you know what you could do is the placemat on your tray when you order the um the experimental meat is also a waiver that you have to mm-hmm. sign <laughs> <laughs> that's that's very parsimonious well, I think it's going to just be if the the lawyers are going to insist on something like that. So um, we'll make them happy yeah. in advance. So let's not meticulously plan the menu because it's just it's just overwhelming to think about so the the options. Um, but I think we could talk about we could we could sort of settle on the cuisine being sort of like American dining style burgers yeah. and fries. Yeah, yeah, I okay. can definitely agree with so that. So you get your burgers, you get your yeah, all that stuff. Okay, so I'm gonna say. I guess you you could do chili because like Wendy's does chili, don't they? Yeah, they do. You could people, do like a fine. You could do like a sea a sea meat chili. That would be an, a unique spin. Uh huh. <laughs> that would be very unique and disgusting. I'm saying <laughs> American casual dining, parentheses burgers and fries. I'm not gonna tell you guys yet but i think i have a good like a, a great name for the restaurant okay oh boy you're ahead of me so we'll probably use it so do yep. we what about the um the decor or is it premature to talk start talking about the picking out the drapes no i think we it's very uh, important okay let's say let's say architecture and decor mm. i'm thinking um a red color scheme to kind of match with the meat theme. But that's sort of McDonald's, isn't it? <laughs> no, McDonald's is like, I don't know what McDonald's is look like it's in red, the red, USA red but here they're kind of like classy cafes. Well, their their color yeah. scheme is just a like bright a... red with the yellow, the yellow, the the golden arches. The yellow. Yeah. Okay. I'm struggling to remember what they look like in the states. They uh they they vary. Depending on the, yeah, you know, the, I guess. If it's it's like a McDonald's in a mall is gonna look different from a McDonald's on the highway. You know? mm. So, um, how about, um, how about we have like a sort of, oh, a jungle theme with like vines and stuff <laughs> hanging from the ceiling. So like the rainforest cafe. Yeah. Because of, because of the menagerie of creatures that we're serving up to you. But you do know that that's yeah. exactly the decor of the Rainforest Cafe, right? I've uh, never heard of the Rainforest Cafe. <laughs> well, it's just, it's like a it's a chain restaurant that usually they have them at like casinos and like uh, uh, like attractions. You know, it's like a it's it's not mm-hmm. upscale by any means, but it's sort of like a it's a, like a 
uh, an event restaurant and you go in and it's just okay. like mm-hmm. you're, you're it's basically like you're eating in the rainforest like there's vines and there's like monkeys and and it's all it's it, i've never i've never found the idea of eating in a jungle very appetizing like it's hot there's mosquitoes mm-hmm. <laughs> you also like need to be very careful because um if you if you don't watch out that sort of decoration can easily get very racist <laughs> we just oh. won't oh, add boy. the the racist animatronics that you're envisioning in Gumba. How about that? We'll just leave them out, and that's it. How about this? My proposal. It's like it's decked out like a like a lab. Oh uh, yeah, all okay. white. That's brilliant. I see. You've got like. But then. Your your. Isn't um, that kind of the white castle look though? Aren't they like white on the inside? Um, yeah, but a little it's bit. I don't think anybody can, can we... really own white. I guess. Can so. we have one exception to the 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 lab theme? Sure. I think sure. that the carp there should be carpet in mm-hmm. the restaurant, and it should be like like really bright casino carpet that you can't tell if you've spilt stuff uh, on it or vomited on it or that's whatever. That's really practical, though. That's just uh, a very uh, practical consideration. Okay, so like a lab, but with with very loud carpets. Yeah. Should does this sort of clash with the pet theme? Oh. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz it's sort of like you're taking your dog to be spayed maybe. <laughs> in this in this clinical maybe, environment. Um, you know they say when you get a new Maybe puppy, we can you in, include it, that, yeah. you know? Oh, include. Yeah. Oh get your get your, get so get your dog neutered and have a have something to eat while you wait. <sighs> Really, really unappetizing combination of things. Yeah, um, we tried it. I, I'm, I'm, I'm almost feeling like we have two restaurants here. Maybe we should di- separate them out, but they're sister restaurants. It's starting to, yeah. One is pet like friendly. The ideas might be incompatible. And the others where you eat the pets. <laughs> Potentially, or it's some sort of cloned version of them. So why don't we say we we have we have now created two restaurants simultaneously. One is a experimental lab grown cuisine. The other is a casual dining experience where you can bring your pets. Um, mm-hmm. So this carpet. And yeah, and 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 why don't we say that the pet restaurant has a very sort of vanilla menu, very very basic. But all, but has a very extravagant array of selections for the pets themselves. So the, you know, then that's where you get into your different types of kibble and your, your, uh, you know, your 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 fish foods and your um, your bird seeds, that kind of thing. Mm, all that business. Yes. Is this too much, or we is this overwhelming? Do you think we're overwhelming the? Um, I dining? I don't think well, we can avoid if it. If you're gonna do a pet restaurant, you got to do a ride. Yeah. Okay, so we've got two restaurants. So the so let's just say let's lock down the um, the decor of the experimental lab grown meat restaurant is uh, mm-hmm. the clinical lab environment. So now I have to make another column. Shoot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so. Let's say restaurant A, which is yet unnamed, and restaurant B. 
fast food casual dining experience for both. Mm-hmm. We we like that as an option for both restaurants. Demo yeah. is family pet friendly for the pet restaurant, but the demo is probably more um, sort of uh, hipster foodie for the uh-huh. lab grown, right? That's how we can sort of sure, spin yeah. it, like you're like w- eating something dangerous, is that it's like a mm-hmm. some kind of um, you know haute cuisine kind of experience. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, and then the cuisine is alternative lab-grown experimental meats and produce at restaurant A and pet food at restaurant B. Done. Uh Uh-huh. Lock it in. (laughs) The, um, it's American casual dining, I think, at both, right? Because it's just easy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we could do some kind of ethnic thing if we wanted to. Yeah, if you if you're having you know specials then or whatever. Maybe too too complicated. Um, I have a I have a question. Okay. Or maybe. As a foreigner, um, what exactly is American casual dining? I'm saying we're talking like burgers, fries, uh, you know, chicken sandwich, just like, you know, really steak. A steak. Chemical additives. Probably, probably not a steak. <laughs> like a, uh, yeah, I, like you don't have any chemical additives in Switzerland. Come on, the, chem- the chemical capital of the universe. <laughs> what is that? What do you put in that Swiss Miss cocoa? It's all chemicals. Yeah, but we yeah. also have very and good make it pharmaceutical companies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and 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 you're still just. Just swimming in Nazi gold. Let's face it. <laughs> so, um, decor? Well, I'm not. Well, it's, it's, all, it's all part, part and partial. Lab <laughs> environment. So we get, like, beakers to drink out of and stuff? Yeah. And I think um the tables should be, like, autopsy tables. <laughs> I see. So it's kind of like... um. Uh, like we've got a place here that's sort of like a molecular gastronomy dessert place that I think does serve things in beakers. Yeah, so it'll oh, be yeah, like that. Frugie. What is it called? Yeah, how do they? It's called Frugi. 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 F R U G I I. It's like not a chain though. It's just in Canberra. Just the one. Yeah. So this is what we're taking that sort of general idea and we're making it very mass market. If you get some mass market <laughs> appeal, and we're also serving um, experimental, possibly dangerous meats. <laughs> so what what are we thinking for the uh, the pet restaurant in terms of decor? Is it maybe something a little bit more more whimsical? Yeah. Mm. I really have a person to ask for interior design. I have. I, I mean, you know. Do, in the USA, do they have like clubs the way we have? Mm-hmm. Um, clubs. There was this one club in Aubrey that has like this kind of wicker bamboo thing going with it. It's got Ooh. like bamboo ceiling fans, Ooh. and I I just feel like that would fit real with the pet. <laughs> yeah, that sounds fun. So we're gonna do like a wicker. 
Yeah, like it's from the 80s, and they haven't updated it since then. So, <laughs> maybe this, the whole thing is going to look like the Golden Girls Lanai. Yes. 100%. <laughs> the, the, I'm just going to put Wicker, Rattan, uh, Bamboo, slash Golden Girls Lanai. And you can invite Ben... White to the grand opening and she'll cut the ribbon with the scissors for you. It'll be perfect. She, maybe we can get Betty White to be the spokesperson. Yes! Oh my god. Yes, While well, she's alive. still alive. She sure Does is. She oh, like she's her? still alive and she is working harder than ever. Yeah. I think she hates animals, but that's we can get around that. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. No, what... she works with a zoo. She's a professional. She's a professional. She actually I mean, loves animals. She works enough. with a zoo and she loves tigers. <laughs> Uh, okay, so uh, she... Guys, if we can genetically engineer our own meat, we can genetically engineer our own Betty White. Yeah, that's true too. That's true. We'll get, we'll get it. So a... it's probably gonna be a bit tricky getting a tiger in there. It'll, I will, they take a, um, swab, a swab of her <laughs> cheek as a contingency plan. I mean, in some, the worst uh, case DNA. scenario, it's gonna be a tiger oh. restaurant where the tiger eats. Well, I think we... Oh, gosh. I don't know if we're gonna let exotic pets in... Like, I feel like we could let exotic pets in. No, no, maybe. Not, not a pet, you yeah. know, for the opening ceremony. I mean, but Betty White. It sounds like you're you're envisioning some kind of cartoon scenario where Betty White is some, like, has wild tigers that just follow her around. I, I don't think that's really going to happen with Gumba. Let, let's get real. Come on. This is very serious. <laughs> this is very serious. <laughs> serious. So the spokesperson <laughs> for Restaurant B is <laughs> Betty White. <laughs> Does the, uh, the f- restaurant A need a spokesperson? It wouldn't be appropriate, really, would it? Yeah. Unless it's like... It's the Donald sur- Trump? Maybe the Surgeon General of the United States. <laughs> no, Donald Trump doesn't... Donald Trump likes killing animals that live and breathe. He likes, you know, having their throats slit for yeah. him and then bring out the big steak. Like, you know, he he, he wouldn't go for... Oh, it's it's grown in a in a test tube. I don't like it. I don't know what that is. Yeah, I, I wasn't even <laughs> taking that that seriously. It's 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 basically a non sequitur. I was gonna say. Um, I said I suggested maybe the the Surgeon General of the United States could also be the spokesperson, but he probably would would be opposed. Ben Carson. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, oh he, yeah. Ben Carson, the Surgeon General. No. He's was, not. I think it's like a. Maybe Bill Nye then. He's a science guy. Maybe, but I don't like him anymore. Why? Uh, um, he said something stupid about philosophy in a video. Uh, was it? Oh, was the philosophy it, is stupid. Was it a? Was it a yeah, TED talk? Yeah, you can talk about it smart. Um, it was. Uh, sort of probably trying to be in that little genre. It was a little question from a viewer, and he gave a very rambling, incoherent answer that clearly betrayed a lack of knowledge about what actual philosophers do. Oh. By the way, the um, incumbent Surgeon General of the United States is Vice Admiral Vivek H. Murthy. Murthy. Nice. He's, um, Indian descent. So maybe we should... Maybe if we pick blue as a color theme. Oh, we're back to the color theme, huh? Didn't know we were back on that subject. And how we got is back surgeons there. like blue? <laughs> Maybe we should wear no, shoes I mean, on our hands and well, and speak well, in Esperanto. Like, <laughs> oh, um, I'm I'm reading. Um, this is this is uh, going back a good to, idea. 
going back to Bailey White, uh, I'm reading that she's a self-described ethical vegan. Oh, okay. That's really? perfect. Is okay. it? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> I mean, if it's lab-grown meat. But she's not. She's on the. She's supporting the other restaurant, one. which is just standard. Which meat. I mean, we might put some of the lab-grown meat in there as well. We could sneak like, it in, know, like if we're just going to cut costs. Yeah. It'll, it'll be a it'll be the leftover lab grown meat, the, the three week old from the other <laughs> oh, restaurant. God. I mean, we're feeding it to pets anyway. The dogs don't know the difference. Yeah, it's true. yeah. yeah. But, I mean, it is also dogs for just humans. Love it. That could be the the catch line. Like dogs love it. Dogs <laughs> love it. But that's I feel like that's alienating to uh, other pet owners that don't have oh, dogs. True. Pets love, oh, it. pets love it and should there, accept cows should there be like a maybe there isn't a spokesperson for the lab run the lab restaurant but maybe there's like a um like a mascot oh yeah mm. please <laughs> maybe like a sea cucumber no. Yeah. Like an a anthropomorphic sea cucumber? Okay, and I'm writing or, it down. You could do an anthropomorphic petri dish or something, or an eyedropper. I don't know. I think that it's like you run the risk of you being a little boring if it's all just lab stuff. So maybe we we do a, a fun creature, because like sea cucumber is a really good alternative meat. I think example. So I think. Let's, that let's, is true. Let's say anthropomorphic sea cucumber named. What about Mr. DNA from Jurassic named. Park? Well, because it's well, he's he's I already under contract with Universal anything. Pictures. Yeah, we would have to make a whole deal with those guys. You know, bro, are you gonna nego negotiate that that deal? Plus, I hear he's very difficult to personally yeah, why work not? with. I mean, we could open a we could open a branch in one of the theme parks. <laughs> Good, yeah, it's true. I like great, that idea. Great idea, yeah. First, wait, first, first, we need to invent Jurassic Park. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> okay, what's the what's, something like that? What's the sea cucumber, cucumber, cucumber's name? Sea meat? Um, um, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's you know, the last one. Might part. be an excellent. Or perhaps How about sea, sea meat needs to be a name of sea meat Pete. Yeah. The 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 friendly sea cucumber. Yeah. You know what? I'm just gonna do gonna a drawing eat. of him right now. Okay, good. Thank you. Do you know what sea cucumbers look like? I'm j I do. I'm oh. just googling it now. <laughs> <laughs> you do pending the Google. We've results. seen SpongeBob, we know how it works. Yeah. They sea cucumbers <laughs> vomit their internal organs. To like scare away predators. If you're trying to eat the sea cucumber, oh, pictures of it here is food oh, and actually oh, that would scare anyone. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's if gonna I, be. If I started to, to vomit up my my internal organs. I feel like <laughs> if some if something wanted to swallow you whole, it wouldn't be that scared though because it was gonna eat those anyway, right? Think about it. Think about it. I'm it's, thinking. It's a, it's a stupid tactic. Um, I guess should the um, should sea sea meat Pete the friendly sea cucumber have some kind of um, dynamic mascot costume where he's able to expel organs 
Yes. Should we do uh, an animatronic of him as well? Yes. Oh wow. That sounds expensive, of but him up his... I think it's worth it. It's worth it, yeah. It's worth the additional expense. Oh, I guess oh a better idea. Like How yeah. about a dispenser? A dispenser? Yeah, where the cucumber, where you go up to the cucumber and you press a button and it vomits your food onto the plate. That sounds good, but... Um, I love that. Could it be that... So, I mean, like, what, how is... Is it going to be, like, the food is going to be, like, vomit form? Or would it be just be, like, it vomits it in quotes, but it's really just sort of packaged hamburger falling out of a chute? Well, depends if you go for uh, authenticity. Could it be that the, maybe the ketchup and mustard dispensers are, are are shaped like the sea cucumber and that sort of simulates that? Uh, you could work that pretty easily. Maybe. Yeah. Did you know that sea cucumbers have bones made of uh, chalk? No, that's cool. Gosh. They're, they're like the teachers of the sea. That's exactly right. Because, <laughs> like, fish swim in schools, so you'd think maybe they would be the teachers. But no, bones of chalk. That's the teacher. That's what I think of teacher. <laughs> Actually, it's, it's calcium carbonate. Is that, that's, is that what chalk is? Or I don't know. You're the no, one that... Not I really. I thought it was, but I'm not seeing it on the page. It says it's what? Um, antacids. Uh, but that doesn't write. That doesn't seem right. How about I just Google chalk or Wikipedia chalk? Chalk. That's what I just did. It's a sedimentary carbonate rock. Oh, it is. It's um, calcite is calcium carbonate. Mm. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. It says calcium car carbonate. C-A-C-O-3. Okay. So, um, I think we just, I think we're pretty good on these restaurants. I think they just need names. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everything else is taken mm -hmm. care of. We could open tomorrow. So what is the name um, of the lab restaurant, the lab-grown alternative meat restaurant? Okay. All right. You ready? Yes. Cultured meats. Cultured <laughs> meats. That's good. Because, because that's, that's the, the, the appropriate technical scientific term Do you for think meat. Grown in a petri dish. Do you think that would alienate our um, our vegetarian visitors? Like, is it? It might do, but look, it's so it's so funny. Can we do? What about our uncultured meat eaters? That's terrible. Why would you want to put down your 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 visitors like that? I think like, I think I'm saying that should not. Uh, um, what about the uncultured meat eaters? Oh, I see. Who will Sorry. be turned off by a, a cultured restaurant? <laughs> I thought that was another <laughs> proposal. Well, I, I, I mean, I think my only issue with it is that if meat is in the name, I think of it as like it's probably going to be butcher, right? I mean, talk, talk, talk me out of this, because that may be cultured meats and, um, and produce. No. Yeah. Well, sure, you could add something to it. Cultured meats. I guess it's fine. You seem passionate about it, so I don't want to. I don't want to take the wind out of your sails. <laughs> well, if someone else can come up with a better one, then I can't. I can't. All ears. Um. <laughs> Meat? No, I mean I just. Uh, yeah, 
I mean, the, the only alternative could be like, um, uh, let's 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 put a pin in it. Cultured meats is the uh, okay. It's the de facto for now. What about the uh, restaurant B, our 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 pet pet friendly restaurant? Uh shit burger. <laughs> no, that's awful. Nobody would eat there. How about wags to bitches? No. <laughs> Doesn't, doesn't make any sense. What? I think I that's a different establishment you're thinking of. I <laughs> I don't know what it would be. I feel like you know something that is appropriate to have that name, and I, I'm not getting it. What kind of fetish club? Not like a brothel for dogs. Oh come on! <laughs> you kidding me? That's not a thing. <gasps> You could make it a thing. Why would why would anyone's mind go to that even being a thing, even by accident? Have you conceptualized this well, before? Uh, is this is this what the treats are for? I'm you? a marketer at heart, you know. Are you hoping to attract dogs with the I'm treats? Al I'm always looking in your pockets to to start a brothel for dogs. Well, there's money in it. We did say we were going to appeal to sex offenders. That's true. But I feel like the appeal still is missing in this case. Oh, perhaps. <laughs> so, um, what's a what's a good name like for a, like a what's a good like pun on pets? Um, pet. Um. Oh Jesus. This uh, sea cucumber is, is really beautiful. It's a horror show. Hey there. That's sea meat, Pete. Does he have a crown? I can't see the top of the image. No, that's he's a spiky sea cucumber. Oh, they don't have crowns? Do, uh, well, his mouth they is the do. crown, isn't it? Isn't the mouth the crown? Um, there's no bits coming out of it. Well, I mean, it's he's, he's got anthropomorphized. What do you want? What do you guys want from me? Like, I think it's good. I'm I'm defending it. I'm defending it from this nitpickery. Nitpickery. Oh, thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. So I'm gonna go to. Um. How about something with domesticated in it? Uh, man's best. Fried. Man's best food. Man's best food. It's <laughs> really man's good. Man's best lunch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the worst. Well, that would imply that you're gonna eat the pets. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to not imply that, just because it'll grab some headlines, you know. They won't eat the pets. <laughs> yeah, all publicity is yeah. good publicity. All equals good. Um, At least until Peta protest pro protests you. Peta, yes. Peta. But I oh, I think, but, but they they would protest anyway, even if you're not eating pets. So I don't know why I'm clicking. Sorry. Uh, Jesus, <laughs> come on, somebody think of something. I'm what even. A... <laughs> I'm trying so hard, but. What James. a thing to get stumped on. James. 
Hey, I came up with the last one. I know that's why I thought maybe you could do it again. Poetic genius. Unfortunately, I'm still uh, I'm still looking at sea cucumbers. That's your problem. You're distracting yourself. Um. All right. So we're looking at pets, domesticated beasts. Um. Oh, beasts. Beast. (laughs) Bees and beasts. A beast feast. Beast. Yes. Beast. Beast feast. Okay, that's good. That's perfect. Good one, Gumba. Is it? <laughs> is <All right>. it? <laughs> beast feast. Yes, it is. Okay. So, uh, does Beast Feast have a mascot? Because it has a yes. spokesperson, but you can have a spokesperson and a mascot. Yeah, it would be like a, you know, like a a dog pal that, that how about, has or something. How about, like, it's sort of like um, a chimera, but it's like... A creature with the head of many pets, so it's got like a cat okay. head and a dog head and a fish head and a bird head. <laughs> That's hmm, potentially off-putting. <laughs> and maybe like a hermit crab shell and a claw. Or maybe, uh, maybe like uh, like in that fable with the donkey and the dog and the cat and the rooster. I like that fable. I don't think I know that one. I don't, I don't remember the English name of that. Is it the Musicians of Bremen? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That was a good one. I think the there was a Muppet version of that. Oh yeah, love that one. Yeah, Musicians of Bremen Muppets. Yeah, it's, <sighs> it actually the uh, the donkey sort of looks like the Shrek donkey, it's like a precursor. I guess donkeys just look like donkeys. Maybe that's the thing. They tend to, I think. Oh, I forgot this had, like, um, like human characters that are, like, actually people in costumes with, like, puppet heads. It's creepy. It's hella <laughs> creepy. Do you guys see this one, mm. Musicians of Bremen? Yeah. No, I'm not um, oh, yeah. really down with all the Jim Henson filmography. Well, it's one to check you out. Should. Maybe later. It's required. It's not required. You this show... So um, I think we have our most of the broad strokes of our new restaurant experiences mapped out. Um, <laughs> we've got you cu- said strokes. Cultured Meats is a fast food casual <laughs> dining experience targeted at the hipster foodie demographic. The cuisine will be alternative lab-grown or exper- experimental meats and produce in an American casual dining, a.k.a. burgers and fries type, uh, type uh, package. The decor of the mm-hmm. restaurant will be a clinical lab environment with loud carpeting. Food service food service will be uh, done in in beakers and te- test tubes. Uh, the staff will wear lab coats. I wrote down. Um, there will be. Did they do that at Fergie? Ah uh, no. See, they didn't think of it because they were marketing geniuses like me. They just wear like t-shirts that say Fergie on them. <laughs> But the lab coat could say... Uh, they do have very meats. good branding. They do. Yeah. They do? Frugi. What? Because like, I like feel like it's not the best name for a place. I'm just being critical. And that cultured oh, it's, meats. It's really good, though, because um, they've obviously hired a very good design firm because they have like this beautiful like sans-serif font and a beautiful logo that's um, like very on-trend. It's like polygonal, I think, and it kind of... Um, like low poly, it's because there's a kind of '90s revival. How about also um, their ice cream is just you know, really good. Oh, how, that too. 
James, how do you feel about maybe cultured meats, but we spell meat with two E's? Mm. Well, that would uh, that would just encourage people to think of it as a great place to, to come and meet. Go to meet. Also, meet your friends to eat make some it, meat, which I think can only be a positive. To make it more extreme, can we spell culture with a K? Yes. Like culture club. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Should um, there be an X somewhere in there too? Like, should we replace the T with an X? Hmm. Um, yes. <laughs> so it's like a capital X. K U L capital X U R E D M E E T S. We're mutating this restaurant into something unrecognizable. I don't feel like James <laughs> is very happy with this direction. Let's change the T um, back. Cultured meats with a K and an E two E's. And then restaurant. I do approve of the E decision because it does take away the suggestion of, of um, things being slaughtered out yeah. the back. Okay, so I'll, so we'll, you want to veto the K? Are you vetoing the K? Because this sounds like <laughs> it's gonna. Be if good. I have veto power, that's sure. I'll, it's gonna I'll be a riff. <laughs> okay, cultured cultured meats. I feel like you're kind of disenfranchising. Pardon the pun, Bucky, a little bit here. <laughs> well, you know what, my my, my vote. Count I, picture. For, for... <laughs> I thought you were laughing at my pun, Gumba. I was like, gee, I, I'm surprised. Pan Pan the Pet Pal. <laughs> There's a lot of elements to Pan Pan. Oh, I haven't seen Pan Pan. Hold on. Oh, God, he's a horror show. <laughs> what, is, what is his face? Is it a um, fish? face only Betty White could love. and bird and goat. Okay. And frog. <laughs> and he's got zebra legs. Yeah. Or is that um, like what? What is that uh, strange African animal? I guess zebras are African too. But if you say uh, the zebra the, legs, the, I uh, believe it. Like creature. Yeah, it's what there's like a um, goat. Is he wearing stripes. a scarf? Hell yeah, yeah, man! It's a scarf. Yeah, he's got a little scarf. That's his like branding scarf. That's charming. <laughs> That's yeah. the branding. And it could be the, it could be the same color as the whatever like the text of the, or the highlight of the logo yeah that's the idea so beast feast is a fast food casual dining family pet friendly experience serving human and pet food mm-hmm. it's also american casual with burgers and fries very basic uh vanilla restaurant menu with a wicker rattan bamboo slash golden girls lanai decor <laughs> eddie white is the spokesperson <laughs> And Pan Pan, the pet the pal, pal, is the mascot. So that's it. That's two complete restaurants, right? Yeah. Okay, done. We finished. We did twice what we needed to. Yeah. That's, well, it's efficiencies. We found efficiencies with across yeah. categories. This is more example of my uh, management skills. Managerial genius. Congratulations. In the last podcast. By the way, I didn't. You should uh, um, write a book, or rather, get someone to ghostwrite it for you, and then, um, you know, are you saying uh, I can't write? pay them lots of money to shut up. You're saying I can't write. I'm, I'm making I'm making reference to the the recent, um, uh, the the ghostwriter of the art of the deal, oh. uh, saying some things. Yeah, that's a that's a good reference because it's Donald Trump and it's topical. Are you comparing yeah, me to Donald Trump? 
You think I'm a Trump type? Very popular, Trump type yeah. Yes, I am, Byron. I find the two of you to be highly comparable. Well, we're both uh, white men. <laughs> no, he's orange. It's true. So, um, I think the... He's exceptionally orange. I think the chat um, segment of the show, I think we've we've mastered the topic. Um, but I, there's another segment that I have planned, which we can touch on briefly, which is um, um, listener feedback and questions. Mm-hmm. So I, I tweeted some... Uh, I tweeted out uh, requesting some uh, some questions from the uh, from the audience, and um, I didn't get very many responses, but that's yeah. okay because um, I got a couple, and that's enough for a segment, right? Now Indeed. let me see if I can find them because I saved them somewhere. Oh, here we go. I remember one of them. Do you? What was it? It was uh, at Bowman as God uh, tweeted. Uh, is TV better than the movies? Yes, yes. That's that's a question. Okay, that's so. Is TV better than the movies now? Right, by At Bowman. Yeah, famous musician. Um, mm-hmm. What do you guys think? I feel like it's kind of a loaded question um, because, like, that's sort of the the topic du jour these days. That we're in the, what they call peak TV, the golden age of television, um, <laughs> and that movies have been sort of samey and, and dragging lately what do you guys think do you agree with that uh, that that consensus topic unfortunately for me the tv that i've been most exposed to after the last few weeks has been the, the uh, uh famous 1980s sitcom alf oh oh <laughs> so I, yeah so i can't, can't really say that it's getting better for me that's uh that uh, and 24-hour news but i mean we're talking about like I th- I th- think it's very good i think i think bowman's question more relates to what's what tv is being produced today yeah but i haven't seen i haven't seen orange is the new black buddy i have i didn't care for it oh, people, all right. people keep telling me that you got to give it a chance but i just do not i don't like the lead actress i think she's i mean no offense to the actress herself but i think her she's just like a she's a kind of a nothing you know kind well nothing. i wouldn't be tuning in for her i'd be tuning in for kate mulgrew yeah, and did you did you hear about Kate Mulgrew got tricked into doing a flat Earth documentary? Really? Did she? That's marvelous. <laughs> she did. That's terrible, Kate Mulgrew. <laughs> I don't think she knew what she was doing, but she just did like a voiceover for some ridiculous documentary arguing that in fact the Earth is flat. I'm going to Google Kate and she Mulgrew. She lent the credibility of Captain Jane Grew, <laughs> uh, Captain Jane Way to that to that absurd hypothesis. <laughs> Captain Jane Grew. I might be making this up, by the way. Did you oh, know oh. that she was in a couple of episodes of Murder, She Wrote? No. Was she a murderer? I can't remember because I haven't seen them. I just was... I thought she was in it the other day, and I looked it up, and it wasn't her, but then I found out she was in other episodes. <laughs> by the way, I was wrong. Um, the headline is, Orange is the New Black Star. Kate Mulgrew st- uh, duped into narrating film that says the sun revolves around the earth. Oh, so God. So it's not quite a flat no. earth. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's not much They're complementary theories, I'd say. On Sunday, Ross Story reported the film funded by noted geocentrist and Holocaust skeptic Robert Sunginus oh, featured, 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 narration, <laughs> featured narration by Kate, by Kate Mulgrew, a staunch Democrat and star of Netflix hit Orange is the New Black and also Star Trek Voyager, by the way. Thanks. 
think mm -hmm. progress. Curse you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that's that's always a beautiful story when a Star Trek actor gets typecast in something else, though, because you know, few of them get that opportunity. It's hard to imagine being given all, all this stuff to read and reading it and not knowing that this is the case you're making. Like, there must have been some clues in there. Unless it's written totally cryptic. Well, yeah, but you know, like she might not have read anything before stepping into the recording booth. Is it possible that she also is just reads things without comprehending what she's saying? Like, sort of tuned out? I guess out? that's possible. I mean, it's how I go yeah. into this oh. show. Okay. So, <laughs> I, Bowman, I, I hope that answers your question. I think it did pretty well. Uh, it's a did slam we? dunk of an okay. answer. Yeah. Um, Kate Mulgrew. Yeah, Kate, Kate Mulgrew believes that the Earth revolves, or, or the Sun revolves around the Earth. Um, Doesn't. We've got a question from Gumba Butts. How do you keep your lips so mm -hmm. wonderfully full? Signed, not Gumba Masta. Um, it's a stupid question. Let's skip that one. <laughs> then why did you bring it up? Because it's on the list. Must um, be some sort of like bomb or something, or is it, or is it uh, Botox? You know what? It's it, it's genetics. It's genetics. Uh, oh. it runs in the family. You know what it is? It's like this is what this is like, like identity politics. This is like it's basically racism, I think. This is racism against me. Hey, maybe. <laughs> on the on the subject of the genetics of your family, I saw um that picture of you painting with your family and um I I thought that your mother was your wife because your 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 mother is looking very well for her. Oh, age. thanks. That's nice. It's a little, a little creepy, but that's it's nice creepy. To say. Yeah. yeah. It's a creepy way to get to a compliment. <laughs> I've got a another an, a, not a question but a comment from Mari at Abyss Abyssobrotula on Twitter. Um whenever I do something really weird or fucked up, I think you maybe would like hearing about it. Uh Mari, you're correct. Please let me know when you do. That's it. That's it from that tweet. Hey. I think I think there's one other comment that I had somewhere that I forgot to um save. Sausage party. Oh, 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 okay. Here we go. From Wheels at uh, Shmuel. 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 I think he has just the best combination of display name and at handle that I think I've ever seen on Twitter. It's difficult for me. I, it's, I struggle with it. <laughs> at S H M U A L E. At Byrobot, who do you ship with Alf? Good question. Very good question. So, I sh personally, I ship with Alf um, Lynn. I feel like that's what his, his heart desires. And um, that's where I'd like to see him end up, maybe. Because, I mean, she's... It's not creepy, because she. I think she turns 18 within the course of the show. So... <laughs> Who do you guys uh, ship with Alf? Um, I ship Betty White's character on the Golden Girls. Ooh, nice. They actually <laughs> had an interaction, I think, in a TV special, which I, I actually want to do a podcast about. Um, it's like an Al it's like a Christmas special or maybe a Halloween special or something. But I think there's a scene with mm -hmm. like Alf and Betty White. Um, I'll find it. You're yep. canon. Yeah. Um, by the way. Bucky, I, I um I, I'm 
if you want to do the elf podcast you can i i just figured you 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 hated elf so you didn't want to attend i didn't i i'll i'll keep, I'll keep inviting you if you if you want to do oh, it oh no that's okay <laughs> i fi- i just assumed i mean you uh, were over it i just loathe elf yeah so i feel like it's not a good energy because everybody that is in this podcast they, they love elf like unconditionally <laughs> you want to hear who i ship elf with yes yes just bullets <laughs> <laughs> it's a good one. Good one. There was a I'm a, wow. I'm a part of an Alf fan club on Facebook and somebody posted a picture of like Alf it's like a picture of Alf digging a hole. Or I mean I think it's Willie digging a hole and Alf sitting nearby. And I made a comment on the picture like looks like Willie's digging a grave for Alf. He's going to kill him. And then I think somebody deleted that comment because I didn't see it again. <laughs> oh, they deleted my comment. I think they deleted it. Disrespectful. Yeah. It's against the, it's against the rules. Yeah. Uh, the um, James, who are you shipping? Oh, you said Baywai, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, Gumba, who do you ship, uh, ship Alf with? Hmm. I don't know. That's so boring. Such a boring. I mean, just come on. Just say a random word. Um, who's the who's the uh, minister of agriculture for Switzerland? Rick Lockmanic. Him. No, no, no. I mean, I no? I ship I ship him with Raquel. Raquel. Oh, Raquel. 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 Like Raquel Welsh. The um, exactly. The Federal Office for Agriculture in Switzerland is doesn't have like I was expecting to see like the portrait of the current minister, but there's just there's nothing here. Topics. Right. Where, where were you going with this, James? By the way. I uh, just wanted to. Uh, Stimulate some sort of uh, novel response. Oh, okay, so so it sounds like the formal official response from Gumba is, is Raquel. So that's fine. Doesn't um, aren't uh-huh. we? Doesn't isn't Raquel already taken by um, Wizard Ever? No, that's Dorothy. Oh yeah, you're right. Sorry, I got the old ladies mixed up. So she's taken by a. Uh, oh, is actually a character called Ra- Raquel. Yeah, Raquel is. Raquel Ogmonic. Raquel Yeah. Oh, I never saw the those episodes with those weird foreign neighbors that you guys keep talking about that's because you aren't following the instructions of the show which is to first watch the episode and then tune into the podcast mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you had followed They're the instructions horrible. yeah I barely, uh, I barely watch it before James. participating in the podcast yeah what's that you're a poseur James a poseur yeah, I am just poseur. pretend yeah quite correct Okay, guys. Well, I think that's the end of the questions, and we, we solved the problem of creating two fast food restaurants. So I think that's the end of the podcast. What a shame. Yeah. <sighs> any closing thoughts from any of the principal podcast people, which is all of you? Um, well, I, for one, cannot wait to um, go out to the hot new restaurant, Cultured Meats, and yeah. stuff as many animals as possible down my gullet. Same. Me too. 
right there with you, pal. Which takes on a very different meaning if you if you go to the other restaurant and say you want to stuff animals down your gullet. Yeah. <laughs> and gobble those animals up. Don't do that. Bucky? Last words? Oh, look. I'm just really hungry now. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Gumba? I'm quite irate that you didn't answer my question. Which, oh, which, oh. Uh, how do I keep my lips full? Yeah. I, I, I did actually answer it. I, I said it was genetic, and I was born this way, pal. <laughs> yeah, but only after intense pressure from us. So, but what are you mad about? I, I answered it. I was born this way, mm -hmm. which is like the Lady Gaga song says. Um, on, on the right track, baby. That's I'm on the right track, baby. I was born to be strange born to be brave <laughs> all of her songs are way I have too, no idea way, way too self-affirming and actualizing um okay born to be don't some of them involve murder um lady gaga yeah well she did play that um vampire in the american horror hotel show yeah so she is i think some of the songs are about murder though Maybe I don't yeah, know. <laughs> I think they're all about how um, it's okay to be a unique individual, and like you can be proud mm. of yourself even if you're um, you're unattractive. I guess that's why she appeals enough to have you know two point six million Twitter followers or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. Okay, so I think that's the end of the show. Uh, if any of you think of a good title for the show, let me know. Still, still nameless. All right. Did, did we think we'll of give one? It a oh, yeah. I actually do have a suggestion. Okay. Lay it on me, pal. But oh, I forgot what it was though. Oh, that's really <laughs> not very helpful. God. It's just a big tease. Okay. Yeah. All right. Here. Biro program. Biro program. That's <laughs> actually good. Done. Biro program. Hey. I'm full of them. <laughs> full of something. Beans. <laughs> full of it. Beans. Okay, guys. Well, this has been the first episode of the Biro Program. Name I thought of. <laughs> just now. Thanks, mm -hmm. thanks, James. No, it's a good name. I actually stole the name of Alphas back in pod form also from Mike Bean Swabek. So it's just like part of the pattern where I just steal, huh. steal ideas. <laughs> use them as my own. Uh, so thanks for tuning in, everybody. Uh, as you can see, I I do read your questions exhaustively. If you if anybody wants their Twitter handle mentioned <laughs> on the air, just next time I you know I'm looking for questions, send them my way, and probably put like a hashtag viral program in there so I can find it. Um, and we, I think we need a hashtag for this episode, like we did with CMeet. Um, so wh what do you say to Beast Feast hashtag? Um, pan Pan the Pet Pal meets Pan Pan <laughs> I could go for hashtag Pan Pan okay hashtag Pan Pan is the is cool the, is the, what was the other guy's name uh oh see meet Pete yeah see oh, meet Pete, Pete. <laughs> yeah where where did I write that down oh yeah see meet Pete the friendly sea cucumber so you could do uh, 
Yeah, let's do Pan Pan because we got CB as already a hashtag for an ALF. So. Yeah, and and they meant to be unique, unique identifiers. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, thanks for tuning in, and thanks guys for joining. This has been a a brave experiment, very exciting roller coaster ride of emotions and um, and and textures, sort of experiential textures, like a ride for the senses. Okay. Good? We good? Good night. All right, good cool. night. Bye, guys. Bye.